One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees, promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Zoe Lyons <laughs> and I'm Stephen Bailey. And this is Let's Talk About the Husband. The podcast where we cast a cultural eye on all things reality TV. Sort of. No, I think we do. I think we're getting more cultured as the weeks go on. Do you reckon? I think so, yeah. I think we've made some of these reality stars seem like Einstein. Well, let's change that right now because I'm going to delve into uh, Made in Chelsea. You, that was tough to get through your teeth, that one. It? it was really tough to get through my teeth. Made in Chelsea, we're doing Made in Chelsea. Are you a fan of the show, Stephen? Made in Chelsea is the one that really gets on my nerves because here's the thing. Mm. They're all really rich. They've mm. all had great access to good education. And then it's like, on top of that, you need to be famous. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you're still absolute idiots mm, yes you say at least used big words and didn't act like morons yes i th- i think the boys are probably more stupid than the girls in this show it's what is my is my come is my it's what i'm taking away from it do you know what I'm annoys doing? me about reality tv i know i'm the fan of reality tv but i was thinking about this recently from something we'll talk about in future podcasts but um i thought we were done with dumb being like funny and charming and witty. I thought mm-hmm. we were all supposed to be strong, independent, powerful women now. Mm-hmm. All of us. Yeah. All of Yeah, even you. Even, and especially me. Especially you. No, I, I. it is quite alarming, isn't it? The level of sort of um, dumbness that still prevails in a lot of these shows. I mean, I, I've sat through two episodes now of Made in Chelsea. <laughs> I think they call them episodes. I'm not entirely sure what happens. It's just a lot of people with hair, um, quite well-sculpted hair, particularly on the boys, uh, um, talking about their relationships. I think they've all done each other at this point. It's like a weird sort of human caterpillar. Um, I think they literally just have pom-pom with whoever's on the show show. Is that what happens there? Well, they don't want to have pom-pom with someone off the show because then they don't have no, a storyline. That's true. Those vacuous... Pause. Yes, and the other thing I realised about this show is that I, I didn't know who anybody was because they're all absolutely interchangeable. Like, yeah. all of the girls just look, it's like, is that Lucy or, or Louise or Blinky? Or Janice. Who's, it's just not Janice. <laughs> it's not Janice. <laughs> it's just not, not Janice. <laughs> it made in Chelsea. I'd also like to say there's not a Blinky. I can offer you a Binky. Oh, it's Binky, is it? But not I can't Blinky. Offer you a Blinky. <laughs> well, why do they name themselves after sodding Teletubbies anyway? It's not even a real name. Binky. Binky. Tinky Winky, La La and Poe. Is that what you I mean, Is that how you'd introduce it? I'm Binky. No, you're not. Surely it's short for something like. 
a binker. Binky uh, billionaire. Oh, God. Bink. No, it's just ridiculous. If anyway, I the... was that rich, or oh, my parents were that rich, I certainly, like Jamie Lang, who got his start at Made in Chelsea, his parents or grandparents, basically, he's the heir of oh. the McVitties. The biscuits? Yeah. Right, yeah. I wouldn't work again, I'd just sit and eat digestives. Do McVitties make digestives? Yeah, they definitely do. I've had them. They make Is chocolate, it... dark chocolate, milk chocolate, chocolate with a caramel. It's a. I'm getting confused now. Is a McVitty? I thought the McVitty was a slightly crumblier biscuit and not a digestive. Digestive. They also is... do a McVitty's hobnob. Do it. Oh, You're okay. You're restricting what the McVitties can do. This is what I'm saying. You don't get billionaire by having one goddamn biscuit. You've got to branch out and have a whole sort of range of biscuits, and that's why I have to enjoy watching. At Christmas, Jamie. they do a Christmas pudding McVitty's chocolate digestive. They do not. They do. I've got some somewhere downstairs. Oh no! What you dunk that in your tea? Oh, no, that's horrific. Absolutely horrific. Um, The episodes of Made in Chelsea that I watched specifically, for a reason I will reveal, uh, were from um, season five and season nine. So we're going quite far back. Quite far back in both of those seasons. Quite far back in both of those. But um, there were episodes from both of those seasons where they go skiing. Now... First of all, in season five, they go skiing in Verbia, which is uh, Switzerland, I believe. Um, very nice. Very, very posh. Very posh. Really posh. Of course it's posh. It's really course, posh. I mean, it's yeah. not Towie, babes. It's not Towie. Um, it's very posh. There's a lot of massive hoods on the ladies. I think you can tell how posh a resort is by the size of the hood on the woman. And they always um, a bit like that cape thing. Like a cape. cape. Yeah. Like in Game of Thrones, you know, where the Queen pulls it. Just push back slightly, but there's like, yeah. Like you wouldn't be able to cross a road safely in it because you wouldn't be able to see traffic on either side. (laughs) (laughs) And they like it so it just sits on their head and doesn't touch their face and ruin their makeup. Yeah. I mean, how do you go skiing with that? It's like... Anyway. Um, And then in season nine, they go to Courchevel which is um, in France. I mean, Courchevel, I never even heard of. What? This is how posh it is. I've never even heard of it. I've skied in Courchevel. It is very, very posh. I mean, I wasn't there in a posh place. I was doing gigs out there in in sweaty little pubs that weren't actually in Courchevel, but were in villages around the valley. You're like Um, a poppin'. Like a profit, but I did go skiing in Courchevel. It is, it is eye-wateringly expensive. Do you know sometimes, do you ever have that moment in life? You, you know, you're a successful guy about town, you know. Uh, even those moments where you think, do you know what, I think I'm doing all right. I think yeah. I'm doing okay in life. Not this week. Not the this week, not for this week. But, but you have those moments, you go, do you know what, I think I'm actually, I think I'm sort of nailing life. I'm doing yeah. okay for myself. And then you go somewhere like Courchevel and you go, I am very much not in this league. They are, that's a whole different level of success of money. It's, there's, a, there's, an air, there's an airstrip in Courchevel up the mountain so that you can fly into the resort directly, like a sort of James Bond Ooh. airstrip, which is really short, obviously, because it's on a mountain. I hate that. Yeah, I'd hate that, but I'd totally, you know, I'd hate it, but love it. Um, and it has to sort of flick the planes off the end of the mountain because it's that short, like a sort of Harrier jump jet <laughs> of, yeah. And then the billionaires fly in in their little planes. I do know what you mean, though. It's like you really think you've come from nothing mm-hmm. and you get a little something and then you're... I like, haven't come from nothing, I'll be honest. There was something oh there. Yeah. Wealthy. 
Wh- who? Me? You. No, but the, you know, not nothing. But want shit. I want shit. No, I, I mean I, I went. Came. Yeah, I mean you know when you came from nothing, I didn't came you? From Absolutely shit. nothing. We loved a food bank soup, and you see? we went to Hyde Park. Yeah, Hyde, not even Hyde Park, just Hyde Market. Hyde oh, Market, yeah. No, you see, no. so you've done well for yourself, mate. You've done well, well for yourself. Well, I've done well, and then you go somewhere with other people, like you say, and then yeah. you're like, holy fucking shitball. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I start saying house when I really have a flat. Yeah. That I, oh, I do that. Yeah. I've got a flat, but I yeah. do say house. <laughs> I say, I love my house. Yeah. yeah. How funny. Yeah. Yeah. I say that. Okay. Oh, when they go to Courchevel, um, this bunch of Muppets, they stay in uh, the Edelweiss Chalet, which I Googled. Googled. And what um, it doesn't say. It doesn't say. It's POA. It's POA. P O A means much. yeah. It means if you have to ask, you can't afford. It's um, it's a three and a half thousand square foot chalet with its own pool, gym area, saunas, sleep sixteen. P O A. P O A. I was wondering about this as well. Like, mm. do you think because on some of the Real Housewives, mm. the um, the properties are, are lent to the production as a um, an advertising method. Right, yes. But I just think on our versions, the British mm. versions, I don't know if they'd make us pay, you know, because I just think... Well, it, oh, that's interesting. You want to attract that clean... No, because when you watch Made in Chelsea, um, it does say there is product placement throughout this programme. Yeah? So I reckon they got the Edelweiss for um, probably mates rates. Why would the Edelweiss need to advertise on E4? Well, I'd imagine there is quite a small group of people who can afford... Maybe not, actually. Maybe not. I don't... Yes, I see what you mean. Why on E4? Yes. I love a static caravan in Door. Do you? That's nice. (laughs) I really do. I don't know why people need to go to all these elaborate places and injure themselves. Well, okay, let's get on to that. Yes. Well, the reason I chose the skiing episodes from Made in Chelsea is because I have just been skiing, Stephen, (laughs) in Austria. In well, my you were skiing. It sounds like you spent more time on your ass. Well, I wish it was my ass. At least it would have taken the pounding a little bit better. I'll explain to you what happened. I'm a good skier, Stephen. I'm a very, no. very good skier. I mean, I know the evidence. Not right the now way this point story ends. No, no. <laughs> but I am a good. I've skied since I was a child. Um, you see, didn't come from nothing, Stephen. Didn't come from nothing. Mind I love you, that you went skiing as a child. Yeah. Oh, God. We went camping and had to forage for dinner. <laughs> I mean, I went skiing as a child in Scotland, which is, it's more sort of like a, you know, that was sort of in the 80s. So it was more sort of a, a sort of survival weekend than any sort of pleasure, I'll be honest Before with you. Before planes began. Before planes began. Um, <laughs> you had to just grab hold of a sheep that was making its way uphill. That was our form of chairlift. Um, Funny. So I, I'm a pretty. I, I've always pri- I've always prided myself. I'm a pretty good skier, and I like I like skiing. Anyway, haven't been for a few years because of the old um, pandemic. Oh, that pandemic! I know. Honestly, something did some. Somebody did something. So many to things bat, to answer it, for. Do yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, absolutely. Financial crises. People couldn't go skiing. I couldn't go skiing. It was it was. I mean, absolute nightmare. Um, it was terrible. But we, you know, we soldier on, and. Um, 
So I haven't been on the slopes for quite a while, so I was quite excited to get the planks back in the powder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is that ski chat? It's ski ski chat, mate. I got my planks set in the powder. Um, plank is in the, what is it, the chowder. No, not chowder, powder. The plank is in the powder. Except it wasn't powder because it's very late in the season and this is what we would describe as spring snow or sort of like a slush puppy. It's like a sort of slush puppy consistency at the minute. I love a slush puppy. Have you ever had the Tango Blast from the cinema? No. I've had the blue one. I don't know what that is. It's a Tango Blast. It's the blue one, the Tango Blast? Oh, yeah. They're all Tango Blast these days. Turns your whole face blue. Yeah. Love it. Um, so we were first day first day there of course uh, first morning uh, with the old planks dusted off and uh, uh, wife and I skiing and you know I like to woohoo you know have a little bomb about let's call it what it is you like to show off I'm I'm such a show off honestly goddamn show off even to your wife that is used to this shit. I know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I do not know what's wrong with me. Anyway, we were skiing. We hooked up with some f- fellow comedians who were on the slopes. We were skiing with them. And I guess maybe I was showing off a little bit. Um, now, uh, we came to a halt at the top of a red run. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What the hell is a red run? Oh, right. Okay. So, um, in, in skiing, uh, the difficulty of a slope is depicted by its colour. So a blue run is dead easy. Yep. It, a green run is slightly harder. Red, then you're getting into sort of, you know... Danger. More sort of danger. And then you've got a black run. And then in France, you've also got... Uh, you've got double black diamond runs, which are, you know, basically concave. Oh it's like God. it's like trying to ski down the inside of a colander. It sort is of it goes away from itself. skiing? Yes, it is meant to be fun. Yes, a lot of it is meant to be fun. Um, uh so uh, I went to join my friends who had stopped at the top of this red run. Now, if you've ever watched skiing on the old television, you'll know there's a lot of skiers like to come to a dramatic halt by skidding in the snow and creating a sort of rainbow effect of snow as they they classically... And, I know what uh, you mean, it, like a poof. A poof, a poof of snow. Yeah. Why are you laughing at that? That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, I like you just to check st- something. I need another bit of detail. Are you on a snowboard or do you have those weird sticks? I'm on skis. So that's... Skis, okay, that's a, yeah, with the sticks. A plank on each foot. A plank on each foot and a, a stick in each yeah. hand. Yeah. yeah. Poles. They're called poles. poles. Yeah. Oh, Stephen, you really... No? Okay. Um, I've got a skin store myself. I'm just letting you get through. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so, yes, I like to stop with quite a dramatic puff of snow. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like you to be dramatic, is it? No, no, no. Anyway, what happened? Long story short, too late they cry. Uh, I, I, I came to a skidding halt and there was a lump of snow, which I thought was soft because the rest of the mountain at this point was soft because it was midday in the spring and uh, and most of the mountain had turned to slush puppy consistency except for this one particular lump of snow that resolutely had refused to soften at all in the so midday ice we might call it we're going to call it a block of ice yeah. right we're going to call it a block of ice that did not give under my ski and i hit it it made a clonk sound <laughs> 
Shut up, I've seen the pictures. Oh, God. And then I went full force, shoulder first, down the red run and landed full force on my shoulder. Did you feel it, like, straight away? Oh, my God, I felt it straight away. I felt it straight away. <laughs> Honestly, I felt it straight away. We will go into what happened. I felt it... I, I hit the ground, and uh, my, my brain just went, Oh, that's gone. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's gone. That's gone. And uh, I, I couldn't get up. Because it was such a stupid... Oh, my God, I know. Because it was such a stupid fall. People thought I was larking about. And Cindy was like, get up, you idiot. And I looked down, Stephen. Oh, no. And my right hand... Oh, my God. (laughs) ...was flapping around like a sort of fish out of water. Yeah, it was just... It just just went into like a sort of spasm. And I went, oh, look at my arm. Look at my arm. Uh, Nearly fainted. Oh, my God. Thankfully, right, my wife's a nurse and there were two other doctors with us as well. So they were like, I think you're all right. I think it's just bruising. Oh, my God. (laughs) feel it in my testicles. I don't know what's gone there. I really don't like this story. And I I, I went, I think I'm okay. I think it's just bruising. I didn't want to make a fuss because I was actually quite embarrassed. You know when you're embarrassed? Because I was like, I don't want this to define my skiing ability because I am a lot better than this and I thought I'm, I'm fine I can ski down so I went to stand up nearly threw up and fainted so I had to sit back down again and then I thought I'd better just have a check so I put my hand in my jacket and um my shoulder wasn't there oh my it's really tickling my balls. It yeah. feels like, you know, it's always like, blah, 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 yeah. balls. It feels yeah. like that. I don't like it. So where my shoulder was, there just wasn't a shoulder there. And I can't describe to you well, how alarming was your shoulder? that is. Where was, was your shoulder? It was, well, it turned out it was sort of underneath my armpit. Oh, my. <laughs> oh I can't. Oh, I hope yeah. no one's listened to this over Brett. Brett. Oh, God. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a, you know when you think your phone's in your pocket and you put your hand in your pocket and you have that, oh, my God, where's my phone? I thought it was in my pocket moment. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain to you how distressing it is to expect a part of your body to be there and it's not. Oh, it's not there. It's It was sort of gone. So um, they went, we're going to have to get the emergency sled, aren't we? And I was so embarrassed by this point. I I was like, oh, God. So one of the guys skied down, got the mess round. Are you going to say people. which comedians you were with? Uh, it was um, Gareth Watts, Wall, um, Scottish comedian, yeah. and Kai Humphreys. Oh, um, my God. It's so embarrassing. I feel like Kai would be so useless in that situation. Oh, he's very good. He's very good. Very good. Yeah, oh in fact, God. everybody was except for me. So they had to ski down, got the... Um, got the um how long's all this taking by the way actually it was very quick from sort of realizing that i wasn't able to ski down this red run which would have been an absolute nightmare to be honest with you um to the emergency sled arriving was about 10 minutes which i think is pretty good i I mean that's austrian efficiency without a shoulder it is quite a bit and then he turned up the little man on his skidoo and then looked at me and went "Mm, that's not getting on the skidoo is it they made a sling out of what looked like an old hanky. Oh, and, my God. And then they had to get the emergency sled. You know, it looks like a sort of pea pod that they put you in and drag you down the mountain behind. Is it electric? No. Somebody skis in front of it. Oh, my God. And, and You're just getting dragged along at the back, like And present. he was an exceptional skier because he managed to hit every single bump on the way down. <laughs> 
He didn't miss one. We hit every bump on the way down. This doesn't happen on Made in Chelsea. No. But then do they just take you into like a little hut and... No. No, 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 no. So the ski down in the back of this orange pea pod sled the guy was going are you okay all i could do was just stick a thumbs up i couldn't speak i was just oh and are you all we are nearly there like you okay i'm oh. like i'm really really not okay bit oh. of my body isn't where it should be um then we got to the t- got to the bottom of this run and i had to get in a cable car they put me in a wheelchair and stuck me in a cable car on my own and sent me down the mountain. <laughs> Do you know, this cable car is really scary as well. So you're up that high yeah. in a wheelchair yeah. with no fucking shoulder. With no shoulder going down. On my own. Were you crying? I, do you know crying. what? I was in so much pain at that point. I was a bit, uh, it was a little bit sort of like hallucinated. So I had to sing to myself to take my mind off it. What did so, you sing? Born free. Um, <laughs> born free, as free as the wind blows. I would have just wanted me mum. Oh, I yeah. I was, oh God. And then I, I had a panic. I went, what if there's nobody to meet me at the bottom of this... <laughs> I'm in a wheelchair and I can't get out of it. My shoulder's not there. What if there's nobody to meet me at the end of this cable car? What am I going to do? And I had this real panic on my own, seeing him born free, going down a cable car with a with a hanky uh, as a sling. And um, I got to the bottom and thank God they'd arranged an ambulance to pick me up. So there were two boys. They looked about 15. They looked like they couldn't believe they'd been given the Where's job of ambulance Cindy men. Cindy and Kai and Gareth? Oh, they, they couldn't come with me. They just had to make their own way down the mountain. Oh, my so, God. So, yeah. So I got off the cable car. There's a the cable car men who work in cable car land in, in Austria, quite grumpy. And there yes. were three of them behind a pane of glass sort of monitoring the cable car. Well, they're used to doing dealing with drunk skiers all day. Of course yeah. they're dr- grumpy. Didn't even, didn't, I mean, I came off in my little wheelchair and they just stared at me and I didn't know what to do. So I gave like a royal wave. <laughs> <laughs> Hello hello. hello, 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 Thank and then you the two fifteen-year-old f- ambulance boys put me in the back of an ambulance. I was trying to make small talk, Stephen, because I was still mortified with embarrassment and disbelief, and I was like, "It's my first I time in an ambulance." I quiet when I'm embarrassed, not chattier. Have you ever been in an ambulance? No. Never. No. Okay, that's good. Keep I it that way. Blew a guy that worked on the ambulances, but I didn't blow him. On an ambulance, <laughs> I did try and obviously push for that, but they they were very like oh, no health and safety qualified paramedic. I don't think oh. that would be a good look. And I was like, oh, I think it'd be fun. Shot, shot, poof. That's the, Brings that's a the whole battles. new meaning to blues and twos, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> did he have his Ninor on? Anyway, so <laughs> he did at the final. <laughs> oh god too early for this we're recording Isn't this it? at 9am dear oh. anyway so they put me in the ambulance like I said these two 50 year old boys who didn't 15 year old they looked like they were 15 they couldn't believe they'd been given the job of an ambulance driver and in charge of an ambulance he drove it like he was Lewis Hamilton I kid you not we went round every corner like he was taking the last you know bend at Silverstone and it was I was just bashing around in the back of this ambulance still in my wheelchair at this point yeah. still in my wheelchair um 
And they went, don't worry, when we get you to the hospital, they will give you some painkillers. And I was like, oh, great, because I've heard about people dislocating and uh, breaking their shoulders. And I've, and I've known that often quite a lot of sweet, sweet drugs are involved. <laughs> it's uh, In my mind, I'm going, it's going to be at least morphine. So f- from, hold on, from falling uh-huh. over a, an ice cube. Yeah, it's quite a big ice cube. It was an ice cube, babe. Yes. Yeah. It was so after falling over an ice cube, dislocating mm. your shoulder, and getting to the morphine drip. Could I just have a bit of time? Well, Can no I have a timeline. The, okay, so there was no morphine drip. There was just the idea of morphine in my head. Um, I was thinking it's going to be morphine, ketamine, and laughing gas combination. Is it two paracetamols and a sugary tea. Okay, so. We're about an hour in at this point, and I'm at the hospital. An hour, okay. an hour, an hour in. without a shoulder. Yeah. That's at this story. point, I still didn't know where my shoulder was because I couldn't take my coat off. Um, but my arm was going numb. <sighs> yeah. At any point, did you think I'm going to lose an arm? Um, I thought. I I kept swinging between. Am I being over? Am I overreacting? What word to use? I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, my mood kept penduling them between. Am I overreacting? To is it just a muscle injury? Like have I just banged it? To I think my arm's going to come off. Like those that 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 that, arm, that, that sort of went round in my head. So then I got I got going to the clinic, this really posh Austrian clinic, and they were is like, "Is it free?" No, is it hell? No, yeah. Oh, well, they gave me the choice. They went, "You can either go to the doctor, which is free, or go to the clinic, which is close by, and you have to pay." And I was like, "Close by, please, close by." <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's very made in Chelsea. That's you? very made in Chelsea. Didn't even get an didn't even get a quote, did you? No, no. I was like, "I'll take it, whatever it is." Um, and um, I got in there and uh, a very efficient looking uh, receptionist uh, brought out a form and said, can you sign, can you sign this form? <laughs> no, I've, I've lost my writing shoulder. <laughs> I couldn't. She put the hand, pen in my hand. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I went, my, I'm very sorry, but my arm doesn't seem to be working. And she went, just write anything. And I'm like, but I, I literally, literally can't move my arm. And I'm in quite a considerable amount of pain. So any, any second now when the ketamine comes out, you know, this will be sweet. Um, and she went, just put it across. Just put it across. <laughs> so I had to just take it in my left hand and just went, ah! <laughs> And then, then an equally officious uh, uh, guy came out and went, Zai Leon! And I went, yes, that's me. He went, come in here. So they took me into Zai a room. Zai Leon. Yeah. I I was the only one clearly in pain in the waiting room. Okay, here's the funny thing as well. In the waiting room, right, there's there's somebody who can't get their boot off and they look like they've slightly sprained their ankle. They're like, yeah. oh, it's a little bit sorry, ow, ow. And then somebody else who th- had done something to their wrist, but they were clearly able to move it. And then there was me sitting on my own going, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> and I was trying so hard not to make a noise. A man got up and moved away from me. He moved away from me. <laughs> and then they were playing music in the waiting room. Do you know what came on? REMs, Everybody Hurts. <laughs> I 
it's a piss take, isn't it? Oh, Everybody hurts. Everybody hurts. So the guy came out, took me into the x-ray place. He took my jacket off and he went, Ah, oh, yes! Dislocated! Oh, my God. I went, how can you tell? He went, it's poking out your back. So oh, like, my God. Oh, Oh, so now in my head I'm going, right, any second now, the sweet drugs are going to be offered because I'm in a private clinic in Austria. No. Do you know what happened, Stephen? Go on. Well, it was less like a medical situation, more like a hostage situation. Um, Once they realised it was dislocated, um, a door opened, literally, just this door opened, a nurse and a doctor walked in. Uh, one of them grabbed the back of my pants, shoved me in a chair. The other one grabbed my arm. The, the nurse said, look at me. And I'm being very British. She went, oh, hello. And she went, hello. And, uh, oh, and then the doctor just went. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. Did it work? It did. And I called him. I, I called him a word. motherfucker. I called oh him a motherfucker. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they've ever heard that language before <laughs> in the <laughs> private Austrian clinic. And but, is it fixed now? Well, here's the deal. So, it's back in place, but I've also broken it. So I've knocked the top off it. Oh, how long does that take to grow back? Hmm. At my age, quite yeah. a while. Um. So I'm in a sling. Osteoporosis. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never be able to wipe my ass again. No, I will, but it'll take quite a while. Jesus. So um, I'm in a sling. I have to sleep in a sling. That's not easy. Unless it's a one of those. <laughs> oh, it's things. just like your twenties again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what they get? Then finally, they gave me painkillers. Two paracetamol. And I had two. Tea. I'd broken and fractured my shoulder, and they gave me two paracetamol. Has it put you off skiing for life? It's put me off falling for life. That's what. No, do you know it has? Do you know what it hasn't? Because it was such a silly accident. Has um, it put you I, off showing off for life? Again, no. Shot, shot, uh, poof. Is it shot, shot, poof? <laughs> <laughs> because I just found a new way of showing off, Stephen. I just showed everybody my X-ray, and I made people nearly throw up. But I got a sort of weird sense of joy out of doing that. I sent it to you, didn't I? You did, and yeah. I was nearly sick. <laughs> I'd already had a difficult week. <laughs> it got swiftly worse. Um, well, that's a good story. It's I've good. been skiing, you know. Have you? Where did you go skiing? So I lived in France for a year because, as one knows, mm. she has a degree in French, merci à vous. That's uh, right. Yeah. And so one day when I was on my year abroad, we don't call it a gap year because it wasn't funded by our parents. It was funded by the government right. before they Brexited. More on that on a different day. Jour, they say en français. Jour. <laughs> and um, my friends had the bright idea to go skiing one day because we were in the near the Pyrenees, yeah. All right. And so I was like, all right, all right. So I went and bought all the get-up you go skiing with, you know, that nice all-in-one coat. Did you buy a jumpsuit? Yeah, 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 an all-in-one coat, yeah. That's not an all-in-one coat. A coat is a coat. It was like an all-in-one anorak. You put it on. From with your trou- did it have trousers attached to it? Attached, yeah. Yeah, that's a jumpsuit. It's yeah. not an all-in-one coat. <laughs> 
So I was in my jumpsuit, yeah. So yeah. I bought all that and I thought, oh, this is very expensive. And then I've never broken a bone, touch wood, praise baby Jesus. Hmm. And so I don't want to break a bone. So it I, sounds I horrific. I don't it. want to have an x-ray. I get hmm. nervous when they x-ray your teeth, you know, at the dawn teeth, so uh-huh. just to check... Do you know they check for cancer through your teeth? I find that very peculiar. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, hmm, I think I'm just going to come for the hot chalk. So I'm, I said, I'll come, but I'll sit in the little lodge at the bottom and just, mm. I'll have the hot chalks and I'll look after the coats and bags, yeah. Because right. I've got no interest in doing what Zoe Lyons is going to do in about 20 years' time. <laughs> and then they say, You've got to get up. The coach gets you at 5am. I didn't even go for the hot chalk. So I've got all the ski regalia. Yeah. But I've never been skiing. You didn't go. I didn't go. I thought, I'm not just going to go 5am to go and sit at the bottom of the slopes drinking hot chocolate. I can just have a lovely day in Pepignon, walk around the sunshine, get a cheese and ham toasty and a cafe au lait. What did you do with your all-in-one coat? I left it in Perpignan. Oh, Never wore it. Waste of money. Was too embarrassed to go and ask for a refund. I don't like refunding me, do you? No, I've got to send something back today and even sending it back in the post, I get a bit eggy about it. I think that's better. I mean, this was the days when they didn't do refunds by yeah. post. It's a I tankini think there was a and I got the wrong stri- size. It was what? A bikini? <laughs> no, a tankini. <laughs> Why are you wearing a tankini? <laughs> because I, can't, I don't want to wear a bikini. Is that what bloody... um? What's he called? Bruno wears. Does he? He might you wear know, a tankini. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? The man who plays Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, no, that's like a mankini. Oh, a mankini. Yeah, no, What's a no. tankini similar? Tankini is, a, is like a sort of tank top and um, a sort of short bikini, like shorts bikini bottoms. I know exactly what you mean. I think I've, I've seen tankini. you in one in the, um, on your Instagram at some point. Possibly, yes, accurate? I've possibly yeah. been in a tankini. Because you're always some... running into that Brighton Sea. Yeah, something went horribly wrong with the sizing and I've somehow ended up with a size 18 tankini. <laughs> <laughs> Did it, what happened, put it on and it just fell straight off? Well, it'll just, I mean... I mean, they've got to sort of, you know, they've got to, they've got to adhere to the body. Otherwise, when you, when you jump in the water, you'll just separate from your tank. Show your all togetherness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think you'd, I think you'd look good in ski wear, Stephen. No, I did look good in ski wear, and I had, the nice, never... <laughs> had those nice goggles that come across. Did here. you get goggles as well? Yeah, but they were orange. They're a dear oh. do, aren't they? Oh, they're not cheap. Yeah, not cheap. So I had the look, mm-hmm. but I never went. Would you like to go now? I mean, other than, listen, it doesn't always end in tragedy. I, having said that, um, I'd every build ski a snowman. trip... I, would you? Okay. Would you want to build a snowman? Do, 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 do. I was thinking about this earlier. I've been on several ski trips, and on every single one, somebody's hurt themselves. Yeah, um, it's dangerous. It's people that are untrained, essentially flinging themselves off a mountain. I mean, when snow happens here around mm. Christmas, what do we all do? We all stay in because we can't get the car off the drive. <laughs> of course, something bad's going to happen. A couple of years ago, I went to Val d'Isere, which is quite a posh resort in France. And uh, my friend started... Uh, was learning how to snowboard and it was her first day and uh, first day first run she broke both her wrists yep 
Yeah. Why are you all putting yourself through it? No. And then there's another time I went in Canada, and my friend, how how sad is this? She was hit by an emergency ski sledge. Somebody was bringing somebody down the mountain that had broken their leg, and the sledge went into her and broke her rib. It's like oh a sort my of two God. <laughs> Stop breaking things. I keep feeling it in my balls. <laughs> I mean, the irony of that, isn't it? It's like being run over by an ambulance. I mean, that is just, um, yeah. So Now no, the other just... thing is, now is you can't give your finger to the neighbour about the parking. What no. What room are you parking? Well, I can't drive at the minute. <laughs> so that's... So you've always got a space. I can't drive, so I've had to... I've had to... I'm normally the driver in the family, and... Um, I've had to relinquish control of that and just sit there in the passenger seat with my sling on like a sort of sad old lady. Have you had to go to any gigs and be like... Yes, I've gigged, yeah. Have you had to explain yourself? Yes, I've had to explain myself because the Austrians gave me quite an elaborate sling that sort of went around my body and it it was sort of... It looked like something you'd buy in a sort of soft play sex shop. I don't know why I'm... Is it like pleather? No, it's not pleather. It's um, it's um. <laughs> oh, I really want a pleather one now. Yeah, we'll find you one. You're in Brighton. There's definitely there's, one. In Brighton. There's definitely a pleather sling somewhere, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's sort of like a sort of. I don't know what you describe that like felt. Can't see it. Your microphone's this is, in well, the way. Well, this is this is the, oh, this yes, is my I original. See. Yeah, I've got another one that's um. It's like a blue, black. thick. Yeah. Felt. Yeah, it's like a blue thick felt. It looks like um, a rucksack strap. Yes. It's not sexy. It's not sexy. You could get a sexy one. Or you could buy some diamantes and just make it sexy yourself. Do you think? Yeah, okay. I think you should. Yeah. The other thing about the um, the episode of um, uh, Made in Chelsea is um, they're, they're going on holiday with their exes, which that struck me as a bit odd. Have you ever been on holiday with your exes? I actually did, okay. and my ex became no heterosexual, so I went on holiday with him and his new girlfriend, and means that was such a nightmare, such a goddamn nightmare, because I was still at the stage where I wanted to give him a gobble and fancy him so much, and and the problem was, I was like, I don't even think I'm going to be able to break this, because now he's gone for woman. And yeah. I am not woman. Was she all right with the oh, setup? I don't think she knew. Really? Yeah, I don't think she knew. Okay. Where did you go on holiday and for how long? <laughs> One week. Oh, wow, okay. It was a long time. The amount of breakdowns I had by the river was really sad. <laughs> Sounds like a Nick Cave song. I kept um, Natasha Bedingfield Wild Horses, which goes a bit like, Wild Horses, oh, I don't want to be with you. Like, it was very depressing. Um, it was in Germany. And you know, oh, what? So Who goes a holiday in Germany? People that had never been to Germany. You went it was to... more like a city break. Okay. You went to Germany yeah. with your ex boyfriend. I had courage first. I bet you did. Um. <laughs> I was so depressed, I didn't even go and try and find like a German to. No. No. Bit of Lederhosen to get your hands oh, on. I would have loved a bit of Lederhosen. So you were. Have, okay. Yeah. And did you of... sort of hang out together and do stuff together and go sightseeing together? Yeah. We were literally like two doors down. And I 
swear one day I heard them have pom pom, and that sent me over the edge one day. Oh, wow. I know. Yeah, that's tricky. That's mad, yeah. isn't it? It is a bit tricky. It doesn't work out well in Made in Chelsea either. No, I can no. imagine. Yeah. Do you know sometimes you go, these reality bitches have mm. no stories. Follow this shit because the stories can keep on coming. Mm. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So, I think we need to talk about the husband. Oh, yes. Our husband yeah. of the week. Yeah. Who's yours? Go on. I've got one. My husband of the week. What are you going to say, I think? Well, it's it's Dr. Alex Skofok, who um, very skillfully... Don't say it. Don't say it. Um, <laughs> I know what he did. We all know what he did. He oh, popped it back God. in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I did swear at him, and I don't think he's heard language like that for quite, Especially quite a while. Especially at paid but, posh um, clinics. If anyone else do it, I think they'd be like, oopsie-daisy, not motherfucker. Yeah. Not motherfucker, which is quite extreme. I mean, I don't know where that came from from me, but I, I was at that point hallucinating with pain. Um, uh, but I, <laughs> when he t- when he took my hand, right, when he took my arm to sort of, <laughs> um, he said, uh, "You don't resist, don't. You have to relax, otherwise it won't go in." And I oh, said, "Oh no, I know what you said. I can imagine. <laughs> you have to relax, otherwise this won't work." And I went, I'm not going to resist you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh That's my what I God. say before anal. I bet. <laughs> just relax, just relax. No, I'm not going to resist you. Come on, pop it back in. Does it make the same sound as having your shoulder pop back in? <laughs> I think it's probably quicker getting your shoulder pop back in. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Oh, so Dr. Alex, that's my husband of the week. He was, and you know what? Because after after he completed the uh, procedure, um, 
I was sort of on a adrenaline high at that point, like dopamine through the roof. I had eyes like possums, apparently. <laughs> Cindy picked me up. She went, your eyes were enormous because I was like, you don't know what they've just done to me in there. Um, and uh, I was I was gushing over him. I was going, he's very good. Very, very good at what he does. He is very, very good at what he does. And he was like, I have popped quite a few shoulders back in, you know. I was like, you're very skilled. Very skilled. Soft hands. Soft, Soft hands. hands. So my husband of the week, I'm going for a bit of a moment mm-hmm. in pop culture that's happened this week. Brooklyn oh. Beckham got married oh. and is now a husband. And David and Cruz and Romeo were there and he's 23. And in my opinion, he's probably going to be divorced imminently. But mm. for now, he looked very nice. There's going to be a nice Vogue pictures. And so I've decided Brooklyn Beckham, the heir to the Beckham throne, the heir to the Cotswolds, he is my husband of the week. 23 and settling down, that's quite quite unusual these days. Very strange. I think it's very strange, like when I was 23. Yeah, she's quite young, isn't it? She is um, minted. I believe so, yeah. She's like one yeah, of those, like... like more um, mint. She's like an heiress. Yeah. She's more minted than his family. Yeah, because I think she's from, like, do you know, like, proper old-school wealth. And they're Aww. from, like, showbiz wealth, aren't they? Okay. Oh, she, is she, like, American aristocracy? Yeah, that vibes, yeah. Okay, I love American aristocracy. It's like, oh, the money's been in our family for so long. Like... 50 years. Um, that's yeah. interesting. That's interesting. More on them. You know there's Old a Netflix wealth. show coming. Not officially. Oh, God. Yes, there is. Vibe. No. Um, so Old School Wealth, a bit like the Made in Chelsea lot, which is a nice tie-up. Well you. done. Have you ever met anybody from Made in Chelsea? I met Ollie. Do you know who had the long hair? Now he's... Oh, and yes. And I actually worked with Matt Francis who I loved Mm -hmm. because he's really, he was actually really nice, but I think he plays a bit of a devil on the show. And every time I was Mm -hmm. like, you're quite sweet really, aren't you? And he'd be like, he'd get all nervous. Like he couldn't take a compliment about being nice. But him, these people have so much money and like just, they buy art. Like he bought art in front of me. It was madness. Art. <laughs> By the way, it's pronounced art. Yeah, art. It's art. Art. I know you have. Um, I worked in photocommas with um, Spencer. What show did you work with him on? Um, Celebrity MasterChef. Oh my God, you had quite the series on that, didn't you? Then, sweet. Yeah, I did Jesus. have quite the series on that. Let's talk about that in the next yeah, episode, yeah. shall Once we? I'm clear. Yeah. Once I'm clear. Yeah, me and Spencer. Um, I think it was clear we weren't going to really be friends. He's not as fit as he thinks he is either, by the way. No, and he's also one of those. You remember, as a kid at school, that in the playground that because they didn't quite have the right words they'd just punch you got it that 
that just and and still doing that and you're like wow okay it's so sad really Fine. i just always think because obviously i love reality tv but what i admire about say the housewives in america compared to britain is britain we've still got that reservedness about us whereas at least with the housewives they do let it all out they're not afraid to show their quote-unquote reality on yeah the show which is why they're all so good whereas over here it's like they all start out they might do one series where they're a bit of a dickhead and let it all out and then they start going oh, i'm just really into crystals and spending time with my animals and it's like, well that's not interesting <laughs> but then they're a devil do you know what i mean yeah I remember one day trying to try and have conversation with Spencer because we were sort of, we were between filming. And um, I said to him, so do you actually, do you actually live in Chelsea, Spence? <laughs> and he went, no. And I went, great chat, thank you. <laughs> that was it. That's pulling teeth, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Well, guys, this has been another week of Let's Talk About the Husband. We've learnt so much. My balls have never tingled so much before 10am. That's time of record. I've never made a man's balls tingle quite as much (laughs) as I have with you this morning, Stephen. And remember, I'm getting lots of nice messages on Instagram now saying how much you're enjoying Let's Talk About the Husbands. Do like, do subscribe, leave a five-star rating don't want to hear about any two star don't want to know if we've got three star just want five no. star okay i've had a, i've had an injury so i deserve five stars this week so be in, kind in fact, everyone should leave two five stars each two five stars yeah because so we nearly died i died for this podcast yeah i nearly died for this podcast just for a story to tell literally do you know what as i was falling i went this will go in the podcast <laughs> <laughs> but until next time Thanks for listening. And this has been Let's Talk About the Husband. See you next time. Bye. Bye. A podcast from producer Paul Dakota UK. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.